0: Hi everyone. Welcome to my third solo episode. I love doing the coaching sessions with Monica It is the absolute best part, but I also really enjoy coming to you on these solo episodes to kind of just explain a little bit more about what we're doing, what's going on and how you can take some of what's going on with Monica and really apply it to your life, your business and make it work for you that's why we're sharing the backend with you, right? So you can see what it's really like. So you can give yourself permission, but ultimately, so you yourself can also make more money, have a more lit up life. So hopefully this episode helps you to do that. So we're at a really interesting part of coaching right now, right? The last time we did a solo episode, Monica had started to make progress and get more calls. Then between now and then, she's really fully closed down her old business and has just had some mindset struggles along the way. And I want to be honest that this is not unique at all. Um, in fact, one of the reasons that I really was passionate about sharing the behind the scenes is because in my opinion, if people are doing it right, they do meet this messy middle period where it's super uncomfortable and they have to shift their mindset if they want to get further. So. What can happen is that the, you know, the mentality of just force it and just do what the coach says can work for a little bit, but it only works for so long. You probably, you know, you guys know I love using uh, diet analogies because I do pretty much every solo episode, but you know, the same thing there is like, you can kind of force yourself to stick to a diet, but if you haven't resolved those underlying mindset issues, you're not going to stick to it for that long. And I think coaching's the same and we're just at that messy middle place. So we're at the place where Monica really has to. Dig deep, she has to look at all the stories that are holding her back, that's keeping her from being consistent and really showing up how she wants to on calls and moving through those stories, right? But you guys, this is the freaking magic because if she does this and applies it, everything about her business gets so much easier moving forward. That's why I really focus with her on seeing that her own thoughts are creating her experience, right? So for example, if she keeps thinking, I'm not ready, She's not going to magically become consistent, right? And she can't keep thinking, I'm not ready and I don't know enough, and then have clients show up really ready and in belief that she's the one for them, right? But again, this is not unique, you guys. We all have stories that keep us from really taking the action that will truly get us the results. And most of the time, in my opinion, in my experience with clients and myself, (laughs) we're really replaying the same one or two stories everywhere. So take a look at what yours are, because once you know what they are and see them showing up everywhere in your business, like Monica's seeing now, you are going to have a freaking huge desire to actually shift it, right? And that's why this entire episode, um, this entire solo episode is going to be focused on mindset because it's such a freaking game changer. So let's just start with some context, right? I truly believe that as Mike Dooley says, thoughts create things, right? I'm a big believer that what I put my focus on, what I put my attention to shows up in my experience, right? So it's very kind of like law of attraction ask, but at the end of the day for me, it, it really is as simple as what Mike Dooley says, that thoughts create things. So what I notice is when I think about something, it usually shows up in my experience. Now, I think that sometimes that gets confusing, because we're often thinking about what we don't want to happen, and then that thing happens. But ultimately, that thought is still creating the thing. But this is not, this episode is not at all to get you on board with the law of attraction. Personally, that's the context I wanted to provide. But what I really want to focus on here is that no matter what your belief system is, you can't get away from the fact that your stories create your outcomes, right? So whether or not you believe in the fact that your thoughts create things, if you believe in the law of attraction or not. At the end of the day, there's no way you cannot see that your stories create your outcomes if you really take a good hard look. So let me give you some examples of of ones that I see often. So I can't have a story that I'm not enough and also feel like I'm doing enough in my business and happy with my progress. Does that make sense? I cannot consistently believe that I'm not enough and then shut down my computer at the right time and feel like I'm doing enough and be happy with my progress in business. What it'll end up looking like is overworking, overthinking, spinning your wheels, doing all the things, right? Because you're not enough. So you can see how that belief, that story will directly affect your outcomes. It will be the thing that makes you overwork, throw spaghetti at the wall, trying to get everything done. Think that you have to work until midnight, tell people you can't do things with them, right? So on and so forth. You can't have that story and have a different experience, right? Um, Another one is that I can't be telling myself, you know, people don't want to hear what I have to say and then really putting out content consistently. It just doesn't work that way. I can't believe that people don't want to, or I, yeah, I can't believe, sorry, I got tripped up there. I can't believe that people don't want to hear what I have to say and then feel really amazing putting out content consistently. My stories are creating my actions, creating my outcome, right? So (laughs) one thing that I say to my clients is that you can't really surprise yourself successful. (laughs) Meaning most people don't get successful by feeling really unsuccessful the whole way there and then being surprised when success shows up, right? Because our thoughts dictate our actions, you guys, every single time, right? So the people who created success, despite a ton of no's and setbacks and failures, decided that they would be successful anyway. So when it showed up, they were delighted, right? Maybe they were surprised by the circumstances. Don't get me wrong on that. But they were not at all surprised by their success because they believed it all along. But if you're listening and you're like, oh, no, I don't fully believe it. Or like, oh, damn, I have some stories here. This is scary. That's totally okay. I do too. Monica does too. Every successful client I have did as well, right? But the difference maker is this, you guys. We work to change and reframe those beliefs, and we made that our full-time job. That's why this episode is called Mindset is Your Full-Time Job, Your Business is Your Side Hustle, because if you make reframing your stories your full-time job, the amount of traction you will see in your business will be incredible. I remind my clients that mindsets are a full-time job because if I feel good and confident and in belief and know people want to buy from me, well shit, the business stuff is easy, right? If I work on the business stuff, but you know, and do it hustling 24-7 and don't actually believe in myself and don't really think that people will ever actually work with me, don't think I'm good enough, then the business stuff is gonna feel really hard and I'm not gonna have a lot of results to show for it. It's it's as simple and also as difficult as that. Because most of us don't want to do the mindset work if we're just being serious, right? We want it to be the strategy, you know, or whatever else, right? But like we spoke about in the last solo episode, you can't have a strategy and execute without the mindset. Don't get me wrong. Those matter deeply. I mean, obviously, I'm very bought into that and that framework. But without the mindset, you just won't execute effectively, you guys, or stick to a real strategy, you know, personally for me, I attribute all of the best and biggest results in my own business to having the right belief system. Uh, let's think of this story. I could share. So when I hired my first one-on-one coach at the beginning of my business, I remember telling her on our first call, like I literally remember where I was sitting and, and saying this to her. I said, I know I'm going to be successful no matter what. I just like that to be sooner rather than later, which is why I'm going to hire you. And so of course I was right. Um, and it was faster too. (laughs) I had a 20K month, my second month in business. We hit six figures in 10 months and multi six figures in 16 months because every single freaking day, you guys, I told myself it would happen. And then I stayed vigilant. And I really noticed when I had a thought that pop up that said it wouldn't right. Or, you know, whatever else the thought said, that my content wasn't good enough, that people wouldn't like me, that my clients wouldn't get results, like whatever. <laughs> because our brain will manufacture all kinds of crazy shit, right? What I did was I just reframed it and I tried not to sit in it. Now, that doesn't mean by any means that I was perfect. And to this day, I still have plenty of negative thoughts that pop up. Our brains are literally wired to find and solve problems. Trust me, your brain is going to keep wanting to find problems, right? Right but when those thoughts pop up i've trained my brain so much more to find them early and reframe them and to skip tip the scale way more toward belief and way more toward positive thoughts and that's I think something that we don't talk about enough is I think when we get into this concept of like mindset creates your results or thoughts become things we get so scared of all of our thoughts right and I, I really don't want this episode to be something that's scaring you into like oh my god this one time last week I thought maybe I wouldn't get you know get it or make it and now I'm not going to like that's not at all the case I'm trying to make here what I'm trying to say is if you feel better more of the time than you don't, if you have more thoughts that it's going to work than you don't, just tipping that scale is the difference maker, right? And, you know, ultimately I still have those thoughts, but I catch them faster, right? And so now when I notice myself not taking action in the way, you know, that I feel like I should, or you know, looking for the magic bullet or jumping around strategies, making things more complicated than they need to be, not being consistent. I could go on and on. I look first and foremost to my thoughts and I change those first. That's it. So, let's talk about how to do that and what it actually looks like. Um, you know, obviously throughout the sessions, Monica has mentioned journaling. She's mentioned the Happy Magic program that I run with my best friend and business partner, Sarah, and she's mentioned affirmations. And all of that is amazing. I use much most of that, right? But I want to just like break down mindset for you um, as we dive into that and what that really looks like and how you can apply it. So I'm going to say something that either is going to totally resonate with you <laughs> or it's going to blow your mind. Um, and it's this. The whole purpose of mindset work is to feel good. I think we skip that part so much. We think that the purpose of mindset work is to, to get the thing we want, right? And I mean, of course, mindset is going to get you the thing you want. Like, obviously, that's what I'm saying to Monica all the time is like, do the mindset work so you can get where you want to be. But the purpose is to actually feel good. <laughs> and we miss that. We're like, what's the right type of mindset work to get exactly what I want? Um, the type that makes you feel good. That's the truth, Right. I want you to think about it like this. It's really hard to create bad results when I feel good. Just like it's really hard to create good results when I feel bad. That's seriously it. That is it. That is the whole thing right? If I'm constantly thinking I'm not enough, then I will necessarily feel bad, right? If I am always thinking things like, uh, you know, like my clients love me and get massive results, then guess what? I'm going to feel good. You see what I mean here? Like it is that freaking simple, right? Now, I'm not trying to sit here and say it's so simple to change your beliefs. Like changing your beliefs is a damn lot of work, but it is the most worthwhile work you can do by far, beyond any strategy you could implement in your business, right? But it is really simple and that's the difference. And I think that's why people get tripped up here because they're like, well, that's too easy. I just think positive things and, you know, they show up. But like, yeah, that's kind of the thing we're saying here, right? Because if I feel really good and have really positive thoughts about how my clients love me and get massive results, then I will take the action that's consistent with that. I will feel good in taking that action. I will feel sure in taking that action. I will take that action consistently, right? So that's the difference. So for me, let me just share a little bit about what my mindset practice looks like because I'm sure that's a question that you're having is like listening to this going, yeah, 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 but like what do I do, right? So again, you don't do what I'm doing, but I'll share what I do. Um, I like to journal on what I'm grateful for and the future things I'm grateful for daily. For me, that's a huge piece of feeling good. When I'm in gratitude, I feel amazing. When I'm in gratitude, I can't feel bad. I mean, it's like the two cannot live together. Like that feeling of deep gratitude is so, so, so important to me. So when I say that I journal for what I'm grateful for and the future things I'm grateful for, I literally write those together. So I might write something like, you know, um, I'm so grateful that, I have this beautiful, fulfilling business. And then I might write under that, like, I'm so grateful that Monica and I end our six months together with her feeling so happy and so successful. Right? Those were just things I pulled out here. But, like, the point is, obviously, the thing with Monica at the end of six months hasn't happened yet. Obviously, the thing of feeling really successful and fulfilled in my business right now has. Seeing those two together is really nice for my brain because my brain's like, oh, yeah, we're just grateful for all this amazing stuff. It, it doesn't really separate out, but, oh, all this hasn't happened yet. So that's a really cool practice that I love. And, again, that just makes me feel good, you guys. That's it, right? Um I also do a lot of affirmations just to kind of put positive things into my head. So one of my favorite affirmations, probably if you listen to me for any length of time, you know this, is everything always works out perfectly for me. I say that to myself all day long. And it's hysterical because now that I've been doing it for a really long time, a couple things are true. Number one, everything always works out perfectly for me. Like If you know me, you know that that's really true. And number two, people say that to me all the time. Like my dad will be like, it's so crazy how everything works out perfectly for you. And I'm like, well, yeah, I designed it like this. It's because I say it all the time, right? But my point is focusing on putting those positive things in your head that you want to be true is so useful because not only – Will you start to believe it more? But you'll notice it when it shows up in your life. So every time something big or small works out, I'm like, yeah, yeah, see, everything always works out perfectly for me. And it really reinforces that belief for me, right? Um, What else do I do? I also really make an effort to kind of, you know, catch those negative thoughts when they come up and reframe them more quickly. So what I mean by that is kind of what we were talking about with Monica in the last episode, um, where it's not like... (laughs) Let me think of how I explain it. It's not like I don't have a negative thought, but instead of having that same pervasive negative thought for two weeks, maybe I have it for two hours. Maybe I have it for two minutes, right? So it's not necessarily like making the thoughts go away, but it's making them go away quicker and catching them faster so they can't root in. For me, it almost feels like they're a bug bite and not a broken leg anymore, right? So when I say a broken leg, I mean like they're literally inhibiting me from taking the action I want to take. And when I say bug bite, I'm like, they're just kind of annoying, (laughs) but like I can still go about my day and like not really be bothered by it. That's sort of what's happened now over time, but it was really intensive work at the beginning. I was having like a ton of negative thoughts all day every day, right? So my point is, it will feel like a lot of work at the beginning if you haven't done that yet, but reframing and catching those negative thoughts when they come up and as soon as you can see them is really, really useful. Um, I also follow our Happy Magic program. So it's like a daily journal of prompt and affirmation, which has really been useful to me. And then like, you know, just ultimately I do things that make me feel good, right? Like I get enough sleep. I take my dogs for walks. And I put things in my mind that feel good. I read books that make me feel good. We've talked about that with Monica on her content detox is like not putting more stuff in your head that says you're not doing enough, not putting more stuff in your head that says you're screwing it up. Like I want to put stuff in my head that says like things are amazing. Life works out. I am supported. Right. So again, end of the day, whole purpose of mindset work is to feel good. These things, journaling, gratitude, affirmations, catching negative thoughts, doing the program, getting enough sleep, walking my dogs, I think that's all I said, right? Those things, right, are what make me feel good. So they may or may not be what feels good for you. Like maybe you love meditation personally, Um, I go through different phases with that. Sometimes I meditate more than I journal. Sometimes I journal more than I meditate. It doesn't really matter. Maybe you love tapping. Maybe you just want to talk stuff out with someone that's really going to listen to you. Whatever it is, as long as you're putting in that mindset practice, that is the thing. Like that is the magic bullet, y'all. Doing things that make you feel good and putting in that daily mindset work. This is truly what makes things happen fast in your business. Like fast. And and really, it's because your thoughts determine how you show up, you know, on everything from calls to content to how you'll handle a different client to how you'll let yourself shine, right? We talked about that on the last episode too, this idea of like playing small. Your thoughts are what's going to impact all of that. And that's why it is the magic bullet. And that's why it's the thing that makes things happen faster. Now, one thing that I do really, really want to say here that feels important is that, of course, different clients are going to have different needs around their mindset and what tools they need, what type of coaching support they need and all of that. Just like all of you listening may or may not resonate with the type of mindset work I do and may or may not resonate with the type of mindset coaching I'm giving Monica. But I really think that it's important to say that how I coach Monica around this is not how I coach all my clients around this. It is an incredibly personalized thing. So, you know, some clients need a little bit more tough love. Some need a little bit more permission. I could go on and on, but the point is mindset coaching is intense and personalized. And so how Monica is getting coached may or may not resonate with you, but doing the mindset work is still going to be important across the board right because at the end of the day we cannot escape our own thoughts and we typically won't take action in opposition to our dominant thoughts that's why I keep saying tip the scale toward positive and you'll be more likely to take that action if your dominant thought i.e. like you're tipping the scale toward the negative is or dominant meaning like that's the way you're tipping the scale if your dominant thought is in opposition to the action you want to take you're just not going to do it right so here's my call to you today figure out what makes you feel good. I mean, I know it sounds so simple and I truly promise you that if I had heard this, you know, five, six years ago, I would have, I rolled that pretty hard and been like, yeah, 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 but life, right? And what I have figured out is the more I make it my priority to feel good and, you know, ultimately think good thoughts because that's what helps me feel good. The more my life gives me reasons to feel good. So that is my call to you today. Figure out what makes you feel good. Look at the stories you're telling yourself that are making you feel bad, right? Pick new ones and quite literally reprogram your brain on a daily basis to think new thoughts. That's the whole thing. Now, this will take time, right? It's an entirely new way of thinking, especially if you haven't done this before. It's not gonna happen in a day and it's not gonna happen in a week, right? But if you constantly and consistently choose those new thoughts, put good things in your head, and make it your job to feel good, oh my gosh, you will be completely and utterly astounded by your results. I promise you that. So continue to listen because we are at this really beautiful point where Monica has truly gotten sick of her own bullshit, right? That Liz Gilbert quote that we talked about last week. And she is really doubling down on her mindset work. And listen, I know it will be challenging. I know there's going to be challenges along the way. But I see there being so much freaking potential for progress here from this point on. And again, like this is the good stuff, right? This difficult piece is where change and transformation and really stepping into a new way of showing up happens. And if you can give yourself and or if you're listening to this with a client in mind, the permission to wade through this, right? And the deep support through this, this messy middle, right? Where you're sick of your own bullshit but haven't quite changed it magic will happen, you guys. So stay tuned. We love you. We thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait to see Monica continue this journey and to take you all along with us. And I hope you're putting in your own work along the way, right? Take this mindset episode. Listen to it again and again if you need to, right? But really, really make it a priority in your life and business because it will transform things for you. That, I promise. So hope you guys have a beautiful week and looking forward to sharing the session with you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Literally. I am so grateful to you for being part of our journey. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you for listening. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated.